Hey, hey, what do you say? Thomas J. Lyon here. Thanks for tuning in. On today's episode, we're going to talk about COVID and how it affects business and personal lives. And I'm going to tell you uh, the best way to start. So uh, let's go. It's time to light your brain and heart on fire. Okay, Google, let's get it. You're listening to the Thomas J. Lyon Podcast. Hey friends, hello, good uh, morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on where you are. This is Thomas J. Lyon. Welcome to the Thomas J. Lyon Podcast. It's raining here, which is great. Uh, It's good because it's not snow. We are, uh, we're located in a, in a fairly significant snow belt. So we do get a lot of snow throughout the uh, winter months. I do like it in the warmer weather and I keep, uh, we keep, we travel a lot, but I keep talking about moving permanently to a a warmer climate. So perhaps that's something we'll do. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you uh, taking a few minutes out of your day to take a listen to the podcast. And if you're liking what you hear, Please share with your friends. We appreciate that. Uh, And as you know, I always make an offer uh, in every podcast. So let me do that now and get it out of the way. If you're a small business owner or somebody who needs help with marketing, um, that's what we do. Uh, That's one of our business units. We we actually offer a money back guarantee, which is uh, something a lot of our clients or a lot of our competitors don't do. If you need help with marketing, you know, whether that's social media ads, websites or whatever, or you don't know, know what to do. Um, we'd love to talk to you. Even if you decide not to go with us, we'll, we'll give you a, a path to follow that will help you. If you're interested in that, go to lionglobal.com, L-Y-O-N, lionglobal.com. There's a little link there. You can click it and sign up for a free consultation. It's lionglobal.com. Okay, end offer. Today, we're going to talk about COVID. Sensitive topic for many. Um, kind of a sensitive topic for me as well. And uh, I want to tell you why. So obviously COVID is a big deal in society. It's made a lot of changes uh, from a business perspective, right? There's a lot of uh, businesses that were not online before that now are finding that being online is going to be one of the best ways to uh, make sales. In pretty much every local community across the country, you're going to see kind of a dichotomy of effects of COVID. On one hand, you have businesses that uh, are, are failing and have failed and have cl- simply closed down. Um, and that really, really sucks for those businesses because the reason that many of them suffered such a tumultuous, tumultuous tumble, there's some alliteration for you, is simply because they weren't prepared to sell things in the digital age. You know, it means that uh, they didn't have the, I don't want to say forethought, but there's so many business owners that are just so against selling online. You know, a lot of restaurants and um, even small other local businesses that, that offer small local things like gift shops and things like that. Nobody wants to sell online. And I get it. It's personal choice. I, I fully understand. But online is where people are buying things. It's the year 2021. It is not 1974. You know, these little things that we carry around in our in our pocket or, or in our purse, those are the remote controls of society. And if you are not showing up on there, it's basically called TV on the phone. 
right? If you're not showing up there and if, if people cannot transact with your business using digital, whether that's a website or their phone or whatever, you're, you might as well not exist. You might as well not exist. One of our clients is a small diner owner. Um, they own a very, very small diner in Georgia. And when this first started, when COVID first started in 2020, I think it was around March or April, right towards the beginning, <clears throat> he recognized the uh, immediate need to get back into the swing of things. And he knew the only way to do that is going to be on digital. So he hired us to do a website for him and we did and things. It's interesting. He's seeing more business now than he ever did before pre-COVID. Okay, so a lot of it's takeout. Cool. But it's still more business than before. Why? Because he had the forethought and the business uh, sense to figure out a way to allow people to continue to patronize his business without making it difficult. He met customers where they are. You know, so many of his prior customers used to come in and many now, you know, very small town, rural Georgia, very small town. These people were afraid to come out of their homes, at least at first. And people were afraid of a lot of things, primarily the things that they don't understand. And at the time, there were questions, right? Does COVID get, does it, does it blow through the breeze? Can you catch it, you know, by, by a, a breeze of air? Can you get it from your pets? Can it, can it come through the, can it come through the mail? So at, the, at that time, all these questions were unanswered and nobody knew what was going on. Um, but making the decision to, to move into COVID, uh, what we call COVID zone, was probably the best decision he ever made. So from a business perspective, taking COVID seriously and, and even, even before that, just having the ability to sell online is a really big deal. Tons of free ways you can do that yourself if you've got the time and knowledge. Um, tons of agencies you can hire to do it for you like us and others. Um, and for some people, what they've found is, you know, they've had a staff member who was laid off because of the the virus. Um, but that staff member, you know, maybe their original job was they were a bartender, but maybe they're also good at doing web design. Good is better than nothing. Um, and sometimes these people are great. So a lot of these business owners have been saying to their, uh, sending, sending out emails to their employees that are laid off and saying, hey, is anyone good at X, Y, or Z? Uh, and if they are, they'd much rather uh, help out their own kind than than others. And for those that are really, really uh, in the gutter, they've learned how to do it themselves. Plenty of resources online to learn how to do it yourself. Anyway, so I know it sounds like a big long commercial, but that's not what it is because I really it doesn't matter to me whether as a business owner you do this with us or with a competitor, or even better if you learn how to do it yourself. Because learning new skills is fun, number one. Number two, there's never been a better time to do it. Uh, and number three, I always like seeing clients flourish. 
whether they're a client or not, I like seeing small businesses flourish because it means that our economy as a whole grows, um, both economically and uh, as as world peace comes to all. No, I, but there is a direct positive correlation between businesses doing well and local communities uh, succeeding and being having a little bit of freedom from violence and unrest which seems to be the theme. But this is not a political podcast, nor will it ever be, I promise. I may have some interesting folks on from time to time. In fact, we've got a couple of guests lined up over the next week or two that I'm pretty excited about, and you should be too. Um, But I can't even tell you who they are yet because we don't have paperwork signed. But as soon as we do, we'll let you know. So how does this relate to me personally? So we've talked about the business side. Let's talk about personally with COVID. So... We were all taking the proper precautions, washing our hands, wearing masks, staying away from places that were, quote, dangerous, unquote. And I woke up one day, just didn't feel right. You know, I'm like, oh, no, I got the Rona. That's what we thought was going on. Took my temperature. No fever, regular. Just felt weird. I felt like it, not trouble breathing necessarily, just a little uh, uneasy, I guess would be the best way to put it. Uh, maybe like a couple little dots in my vision, just very uncomfortable. And I'm not the type of guy who runs to the doctor for every little uh, scrape or cut. But this was weird. It felt like something was happening or was about to happen. So made the decision, you know what, I'm going to drive to the hospital. Actually went to urgent care and tell them what's going on. I got to urgent care. They couldn't figure anything out. They said, why don't you go to the ER? So I did. Went to our local ER, which was uh, great because our the hospital system that we use where we are is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, went in, got checked out. And the doc came in. They, and they gave me a, a swab test. I'd never been tested before. They gave me a swab test. And they said, oh, that'll come back in a couple of days. Okay, cool. Um, you don't have a fever. Uh Things seem to be okay, so why don't you go home, fluids and Tylenol. Roger that. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Out the door I went, back home, fluids and Tylenol. This was on a Monday. By Friday, I was coughing, couldn't lay down because I couldn't breathe. I could only breathe when sitting up, was coughing. Still no fever, notably. Uh, And just just feeling tired and not eating well, whatever. And a decision was made as a family, as we tend to make our decisions, that I was going to go back to the hospital. But um, even though I could have, I probably could. Actually, now looking back, I don't know if I could have. But instead of driving, we decided to call the ambulance. My very first ride in an ambulance ever. I'm in my late 30s, and I've never been in an ambulance. Ambulance comes. Oh, by the way, the one the one thing that made us decide to call was the fact that my pulse ox, my oxygen saturation, was at 72%. I'm not a doctor or a nurse, but uh, from what I understand from those who are, uh, that's a real shitty number. And it's a good thing I went to the ER. So I go to the ER. They get me in. They work me up. They do what they got to do. And, you know, doctor comes in, asks what's going on. I explain it to him. Cool. Second doctor comes in, says, okay, we're going to probably admit you. And I said, admit me. He says, yep, uh, you know, we can't seem to get your oxygen where it needs to be. I think 
I'd been in the ER on oxygen uh, for a couple hours and I was still in the high 70s, low 80s. I'm like, okay, cool. I otherwise felt, you know, not horrible. I didn't feel like the world was ending. I just felt like I was having trouble breathing and, uh, you know, they gave me a couple of nebulizer treatments or whatever. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like a scene on Star Trek, these people come into the ER room with these helmets, these spaceship-looking helmets with hoses. For a second, I thought I was dreaming. And uh, through, a, through the little speaker box on the, on the helmet, uh, the girl says, uh, Hi, my name is so-and-so, so-and-so. I'm the uh, physician who's going to be taking care of you. Uh, and they start asking me all these questions. If we need to put a, a tube down your uh, throat just to keep you alive, are you okay with that? Or are you okay being put on a ventilator? I'm like, uh, I, and I didn't, I didn't feel that bad. I didn't, in a million kajillion years, never did I think I would hear that sentence. I said, uh, that's a pretty big question. Okay, well, my name, but we are, uh, the reason we're here is we're going to be moving you to the ICU. And I said, ICU? COVID, ICU, me, I'm awake, I'm alert, I'm communicating. You know, I didn't know what to expect. Next thing I knew, they were going to take me in there and shove this thing down my throat, put me on life support, and, like, hope for the best. I didn't know what was going on. So I said, ICU, okay. So the next couple of minutes, a team comes in, literally a team, like these spaceship, spaceship trooper type people. All wonderful people, by the way. Just I was freaked out by the helmets and gear. They'd wheel me across the building to the ICU. And as we approached the room, and I'm sure this is protocol everywhere, but I'm new to this whole thing, so I was just like taking it all in. Again, I'm 100% alert and aware of everything going on. As they wheel you towards the ICU room, there's like a team of people waiting in the room for you, like waiting to receive you. So sure, sure as shit, they wheel me in there, scoop my little ass from the cot that I was on onto this big, beautiful bed. And all of a sudden, like a pit crew, like a NASCAR pit crew, they're putting stickers on me and running hoses here and hoses there. And here, put this on your nose. Meanwhile, it's, it, it's, it was high flow oxygen and they had it on. And at the time it was like, I don't know, it felt like that hose you use to put tire or to put air in your tires for your cars. Felt like such high oxygen flow that I almost choked when they put it on me, but apparently I needed it. Something like 70, I don't know how they measure it, but they said it was like 70, 80, whatever. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, and then all of a sudden, they're like, all right, we're going to be putting a catheter in. I'm like, what? Like, I, I wasn't. I, I, I was fully conscious, could move around fine. I'm like, I, and they're like, no, we're going to do this. All right, cool. Uh, all, all I'll say about that, having never had that done before, what a unique and interesting experience that is. So anyway, I'm in the ICU for several days, uh, and things got much, much better. They moved me to a regular room. Things continue to get better. They sent me home. Uh, Thank God for my wife, because when they sent me home, I needed her help with just about everything. Very low energy, lost about 30 pounds, uh, had trouble walking from my bedroom to uh, the bathroom, which is about mm, 20 feet max. 
couldn't stand up long enough to take a shower. My wife is an angel. She's an absolute angel. If she wasn't here, uh, I would have probably either A, opted to stay in the hospital, or B, uh, needed a visiting nurse to come and take care of me. It was that kind of situation. But alas, I did not, and, and those things were fine. But now I've got a little bit of this brain fog and some of this post-COVID stuff going on. There were, there were, so there were actually complications. Several weeks after I'd been home, my oxygen levels dropped again, and I was having trouble breathing. So between my doctor and myself, we did some uh, tests and a couple of different things and ended up getting some medication that was helpful. But I'm what they call one of these long hauler COVID patients. Still have some things dealing with, but, uh, you know, nowhere, nowhere near hospitalization level. Thank goodness. But that's kind of my COVID story. <clears throat> and it's really important to understand that people have different experiences with it. Um, there are other people in my life. I'm not privy to talk about their personal information, so I'm not going to do that. But there are other people in my life that uh, had it. And their experiences were ranging from slightly different to completely different than mine. Why am I putting this in this podcast? For two reasons. Number one, as I talked about in the beginning, talk about the business implications of COVID. And secondly, to talk about my personal history with it and to let you know that it is very, very important to take advantage of every single moment of your life that you have available to you. Because you never, ever know when that's going to change. You never know when all of a sudden you're going to be in a life-threatening situation and yesterday might have been your last full day. That's a lot to take in. You know, when you're in the hospital and they say, okay, we're going to be putting you in the ICU and we might be shoving a tube down your throat to keep you alive... That's scary stuff, man. That's really scary. So take advantage of every single moment. Don't take it for granted. Hug your loved ones, all the cliche stuff. But if there's something you've been waiting to do, personally, professionally, make today the day that you press play. Make today the day that you decide to do something. Stop thinking about it. Stop pondering, rehashing it in your brain, figuring out the best way to plan it. Screw all that. Just start. Start. If there's something you've been waiting on to start and you haven't started yet, do it today and let me know. I would love to hear about your experience starting. Uh, send me an email and let me know what you've started. Ask TJL at thomasjlion.com. Ask T-J-L at Thomas, the letter J, lion.com. That's L-Y-O-N, by the way. Let me know uh, what you decided to start today and why you were waiting. And remember that tomorrow is not promised. You know, it's relatively a given, but especially with everything going on in the world right now, yesterday might have been your last full day. Very weird to think about.
Thanks for listening to the podcast. We appreciate the fact that you give us a few moments of your time every day or every hour or whenever it is that you listen. Uh, if there's more that you'd like to hear, feel free to uh, drop us a line at asktjl at thomasjlion.com. Hope you're having a good day wherever you are, and we will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. Take care. You've been listening to the Thomas J. Lyon Podcast. Want some more? Ready to take the first step? Check out thomasjlyon.com. We'll see you next time.